0: Matthew 9 and 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. Amen. It's kind of hard to follow somebody when you're blind. And it takes a little bit of effort to follow somebody if they can see and you can't. But the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. It was a question. Everybody say, it was a question. Jesus asked the blind men a question. Believe ye that I am able to do this? And they said unto him, yea. Everybody say, yea. You're learning that old English. Man, you're so versed in many different languages. Let's say it in English now. Yes. Yes, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. But they, when they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all that country. Amen. He said, Do you believe I can do this? And they said yes. Amen. I want to preach a little while from this title, The Power of a Yes. The Power of a Yes. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord. Lift your voices to the Lord. Let's ask Him to help us right now. Come on in the name of Jesus. Come on if it's appropriate, join up with somebody next to you. Come on, let's pray until we touch God. Let's pray until we feel liberty in this house. Hallelujah, we praise you, oh God. We lift you up. We honor you. We say yes, Lord. Come on, I wish I could hear some yeses coming from the congregation. Some yay, Lord. Yay, Lord. Let the devil hear you say, Yay, Lord! Yay, Lord! I say, Yes, Lord! Hallelujah! Now, in a way of worship, put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you, Lord! Thank you, Lord! Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. I want to preach to you about the power. Everybody say, The power of a yes. Everybody say yes. Amen. I've preached many times in this church about how that decisions uh, the importance of decisions and that um, we are a reflection of the decisions that we've made in our life. Amen. But if I could go a little bit uh, maybe deeper tonight and teach along the same lines but Amen. More precisely, I would like to preach that you are a product of the yeses in your life. Amen. Where you're at right now, the things you have in your life, good, bad, indifferent, whatever it is. Amen. We are a product of what we have said yes to. We are a product of what we have allowed into our life. You allow the Word of God into your life and you become more patient. Amen. You get blessed. It's because you said yes to the Word of God. Amen. If you let it go in one ear and out the other, you didn't say yes to it. Amen. You're probably going to deal with things in your life. Amen, but we, we are a product of the yeses in our life. We also are a product by extension of all the things we can't say no to, which means we're saying yes to them. Amen, if there's things you can't say no to, let me just tell you, you're saying yes to whatever that is. Amen, and whatever it is, it's going to shape our life and we're going to become a product of what we have done. What makes this so beautiful is you can't blame anybody else. You don't like what's going on in your life? Change what you're saying yes to. You don't like the amount of anointing you got in your life? Change what you're saying yes to. Uh, Well, I'd like to just preach. Come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah kingdom of God ain't a place you get mad about things and it's not a place you compare yourself among yourself amen it it's not a place that you try to tear other people down cause you don't like what God's doing in their life the kingdom of God is a place where they give you a mirror and you look into the mirror and you say what, who am I what am I what am I doing what decisions am I making? Uh, what habits have I created? Uh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad it's set up this way that we don't have to depend on other people for ourselves to be blessed. We can be blessed by doing the right things in our own life. Amen. Everybody else can be going nuts, but we can be going blessed. Amen. Everybody else can be worried about what's happening out there, uh, but we can enjoy what's happening in here. uh. We can enjoy the peace of God. uh. Hey, I love the peace of God. I love the joy of the Lord. I love it when it falls fresh on me. uh. Hey, let let them be worried. Let us be happy. uh. Let them be concerned, uh, but let us be pushing in God. uh, Let us be reaching for more of Him, my Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know how many people told me, watch out, because today at 120, everybody was going to turn into a zombie. Uh, Amen. Praise God. You know how worried I was about that? I was so worried I forgot to turn my phone off. It started blaring like there was a tornado, and I said, Stop it. And I turned it off. What, what are you worried I ain't worried about anything. You know what I'm looking for? I'm looking for a rapture. I'm listening for a trumpet. There's not a devil in hell that can put his hand on the people of God. We're more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Praise God, I don't know why. Amen. It's like scared people want everybody to get scared. Remember a long time ago I was, I think I was a teenager. No, I guess I wasn't. I don't know how old I was. I don't know how old I was. No, I was in my 20s. and There was this thing uh, called Y2K that was going to happen. They said at midnight, man, all the computers are going to reset and there ain't going to be no food. And there ain't going to be no water and we're all going to die. And uh, I, w- I was working for this lady. She was a retired full bird and, and I do, I was building a deck for her, I think. And she said, will you give me some of that water out of the back of my car? And I went to the back of it. She had a big long station wagon <laughs> and I opened it up man, there was cases and Cases of stuff. I thought, what is all that? And she said, "Don't you know? At midnight on Friday or whatever, it's we're done. It's the government's got us." <laughs> and so, anyway, we didn't have nothing anyway. All we had was beans and a few potatoes. It didn't matter to me. <laughs> We wasn't going to have no less than what we had. So anyway, midnight came and the computers just went to whatever, the next click. What a letdown. It was all made up by the water bottle company, I think. It's a marketing scheme. But anyway, I went back uh, building on that, that deck and I said, Rose, what happened? Anything happen out here? <laughs> shut up or something like that (laughs) so anyway i went back to work hey let me just go ahead and tell you amen let scared people be scared people my bible said take no thought for tomorrow you know what that means don't you worry about one thing if you're in my hand What you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear, what you're going to say, what you're going to do, how you're going to get there. Don't worry uh, about anything when you got the Holy Ghost, my friend. When you got the Holy Ghost, you got it all. Anyway, I didn't come to preach about anything about that. I just thought about my phone blaring at me today. Amen. Praise God. Everybody say I'm a product of my yeses. Amen. If you'll tell me what your yeses are, I'll tell you what you will become. Well, hallelujah. Amen. You you don't have to pay a devil worshipper palm reader seventy five dollars to tell you the future. You can tell me what you let in your life, and I'll tell you what's going to happen. How do you know? I've read this like 20 times. And I figured out what's going to happen. The people that put their faith in God are always blessed. And the ones that put their faith in the world are always in a mess. Amen. The people that are in trouble are the ones that don't put God first. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things. Everybody say all these things will be added unto you. Amen. There is power in your yeses, there's power in your direction. Amen. If I could just talk to the church, reassure the church, amen. All you got to do is start saying yes to the right stuff. Start saying yes to the good old way. Start saying yes to whatever God wants in your life. Hallelujah. It's going to be blessing. How does it happen? I've been saying yes to this good old prayer for 20-something years now. Every day of my life, I've been saying yes, Lord. Every day of my life, I've been walking into a church somewhere, if I could, And started saying yes. Yes, Lord, what do you got for me today? What do you want me to say today? Where do you want me to walk today? Amen. If it's anything different than what's on my schedule, you just go ahead and mess up my schedule. You want me to talk to somebody and check out number four? Let number one break where I'm at right now. And it usually does. You know what, we're going to have revival when everybody quits worrying about their day and starts wondering about his day. Uh, Well, don't mess up my schedule. Don't let my tire go low. Don't let anything happen. Uh, I got all this stuff. You know what, you ought to say, Lord, uh, just tell me what to do. Uh, Amen. if I do what you want me to do, it's going to be a good day. Hey, man, I may not end up with any more money, but it's going to be a good day. And I know if I keep saying, yes, Lord, you're going to open up the windows of heaven in my life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord. Man, I preach about the power of a yes Seen multi generational pictures. You got this real old man and this real old lady, and then some of them a little bit younger in front of them all lined up, and then some younger ones in front of them all lined up, and then some more, and it looks like a big old. It's a family portrait. Amen. And all them people on all them lines they came into being over one yes praise God hope y'all gonna hang with me that old guy in the back one day he went to that old lady in the back they didn't look like they did in the picture right then a little bit different but that one old man went to that one old lady one time and said will you marry me and she said Yes. And all all those little things that happened in front came into being because there was one yes. Amen. If I could just paint a visual for you today, uh, you need to be careful what you say yes to. Uh, Amen. There's a lot of yeses that'll follow you all the days of your life. Uh, Amen. There's some short term, uh, some long term things. uh, but by the decisions and the yeses that you make, there'll be things follow you forever. Praise God. So that makes it important. Not just who you say yes to in marriage, but what you say yes to every moment of your life. Hey Amen. When you feel that little tug, you ought to run by the church and pray. You feel that, hmm. Oh, I, It's your choice what you're going to say. You can either ignore the voice behind you or you can just say, yes, Lord, I'm in a hurry. I need to get groceries. I need to do this. They're waiting on me, but God, if you're pulling on me, God, if you're tugging on my spirit, I've got one answer for you. Yes, Lord. Come on, church. I, I, it seems like I preach the same. Every message ties into the last one I can't get. But when you've been bought with a price, it ain't like we're free agents, we've been bought with a price. This Bible said we're not our own. And when the one that bought us says, Hey, come by the house for a minute. You know what you need to do? You need to say, Yes, Lord. I'm willing. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Man, this is. I'm counseling people right now. Amen. Y'all want to be counseled tonight? Amen. I'm just going to give you. This is all free. Free counseling. First appointment's free. (laughs) Praise God. Help me, Jesus. You, You know how you keep from stressing out in life? You let all your yeses. Be in compliance with this book. Whatever this book says, you just say, Yes. If it says, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Do you think about it for a while? And, well, that's just a man. You know, it ain't just a man, it's a book, it's a holy word. If the book said, be ye holy, for I am holy, there's only one answer, and it is. Yes. Yes. That book says, forsake not the assembling together of yourself, uh, even the more as you see the day approaching. Uh, What do you say? from the bottom of my heart. Yes, Lord. Amen. You need to think about what your family picture is going to look like. 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, people began to photograph the story of your life. I could just about look I got more discernment than I want sometimes. And I can just about look and see what the percentage of yes was and the percentage of no. Or let me think about it. Amen. I'm sorry. I'm just tied to this word. I've just had too many trips to the bottom of the sea. Hey man, these scuba divers will tell you, the further down you go, the more pressure puts on your head. The more you say no, the further that fish will take you down. And the further he takes you, uh, the more pressure you're going to feel. Let me tell you, there is an elevation where everybody says, yes, Lord. There's a, enough turns on the vice when he puts your head in it. There, there's an amount of pressure that'll make you say, Uncle, I'm done. I'm tired of it. You'll turn around and quit saying no, Lord, and start saying, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yeah. Well, I want you to say it. I want you to say it again. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. From the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul. Boy, that sounds good. Man, sometimes I say yes just because I think the devil's listening. God is omniscient. He knows your thoughts. He knows why you're thinking thoughts. He knows your motives. The devil don't know any of that. He's just looking at your Facebook page to try to figure out who you are. He's looking at your Instagram to see what type of person you are. How he can make you mad. You're in the corner. He's trying to read your lips as you're talking. So when you don't know what to say, you know what you ought to say? People say, I run out of something to say while I'm praying. I'll give you something to say. Just start saying, yes, Lord. Let the devil wonder what God just told you. Uh, You're just saying, yeah. You can't mess with somebody saying, yes, Lord. Uh, you You can't back. Slide saying yes, Lord. Uh, you can't go backwards saying yes, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, the great visual of the family portrait with my grandma, she had 14 kids, like 60 something grandkids, 80. 4,000, something like that. They would try to get a picture sometimes. If you couldn't do it, they'd have to get back so far. To try to get everybody in the picture. Praise God. It all started when that old guy, he was a young guy named John Motes walked up to a half Indian said will you marry me and she said and that yes had all kinds of little things attached to it amen if you think you can say yes to the world and nothing get a hold of you nothing follow you home nothing get in your head nothing get in your spirit you don't know what saying yes means amen yes comes with a whole lot of little attachments amen that's why the Bible said come out from among them and be ye separate saith the Lord touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you and I'm going to say I'm going to say, yes, Lord. Hey Amen, there's things I don't understand. Hey Amen, there's things that I wondered about, but I never changed my answer. You want to know why? I lived too many years getting beat down. I had too many... <laughs> Had too many things to get rid of. And then I thought, I ain't going to let none of that garbage come back into my life. From here on out, if it's in that book, I'm going to say yes. You know what? I started saying yes to daily prayer. God started adding blessings in my life. I started saying yes to worship when I'd been working all day and I was tired Working two jobs and three jobs. And, amen. But when it came worship time. Oh, maybe when my legs were tired. My back was tired. Maybe been roofing all day. They'd start singing a song. And, yes, Lord. What are you talking I've changed what I want around me. When I go home and lay down at night, I want peace in the room. Hey Amen. I, I don't want the stories everybody else has got. I was trying to sleep and devils came tried to drag me out of the bed. They ain't dragging me out of the bed. Hey Amen. I've been on an altar and I've been praying, God, put a hedge around me. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Hey Amen. When you start saying yes, Lord... You're going to run the devil out of your life. Uh, when you start submitting to God, stop questioning everything in the book and just say, Yay! Yeah, Yay! Yeah. You're going to unlock blessings you never dreamed were possible. Come on, everybody, clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. Once again, the the biggest battle of your life is going to be this thing called your flesh. This decision-making entity called your flesh. Amen. For some reason, I wish he wouldn't have done it, but God gave your flesh permission to say yes. And he gave it permission to say no. Amen. If he wants you to say yes, he'll let you say no. Amen. And we'll write we'll on your next Bible, Jonah. <laughs> Y'all can smile. It's going to be hard. Right. Amen. You see what? I'm, you can say no, but it ain't very much fun. But the biggest problem to saying yes is going to be, everybody say, my flesh. Paul would say, for I know that in me. Everybody say, in me. me. And then he paraphrases. That is in my flesh. Dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, talking about I don't want to do, he said, that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. And he's sitting there and he says, you know what? I find that there's a law that When I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members. Warring against the law of my mind, bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my, everybody say, members. Paul said, I delight in the law of God after the inward man. He said, there is a part of me down deep in my spirit that really wants to say yes. Down deep in my spirit, There's something in my conscience or my being or in my soul that I I want to say yes. See, everybody down deep wants to say yes. But even the apostle said, but even at that, I, I see another law. And it's in my members." It's in my fingers and my eyes and my nose and and in my mouth. (laughs) And when that that inner man wants to say yes, there's something in me that just keeps saying, say no. (laughs) When there's a part inside of me that knows eternity's coming, And it's saying, say yes. I've got a filthy old flesh that keeps saying, say no. There's a battle going on. I said there's a battle going on. If you think you can say yes without winning this battle, if you think you're going to overcome your flesh without a prayer life, if you think you're going to overcome your flesh without getting breakthroughs in the Holy Ghost let me just tell you it ain't going to happen if you're going to say yes to God you got to mortify the deeds of the body you got to get on an altar and say Lord you got to help me you got to strengthen me you got to help me say yes why people that fall away they always have an alibi everybody that backslides has an alibi I just felt something telling me no I felt something telling me to leave I just felt something telling me to get mad yeah and we all got it too but there's something we do with it we This is how I was raised. Uh, Hey, man, uh, you can't let the flesh drive the bus. Uh, You got to take it by the nap of the neck. Flesh, uh, you don't want to say yes, uh, but you're going to say yes. Uh, You're going to go to church. Uh, You're going to worship if you feel like it or you don't feel like it. Uh, Hey, man, if you will... ever ever get the strength to overcome your flesh amen it's going to be the great day of your life God brings you out God begins to help you I'm telling you if you keep reading that Bible it gets into the 8th chapter And and it talks about another law now the law of the spirit hath made me free from the law of sin and death amen, in that seventh chapter uh, when my inner being wanted to say yes, there was just something ruling over it uh, saying You're, you, no you, you can't go to that church uh, you can't you can't act like them people uh, you can't dress like them people Uh, hey man they're different than us Uh, hey man it was overpowering you Uh, hey man when you get to the 8th chapter and you get that capital S holy spirit in you Uh, hey man uh, it'll break every chain Uh, it'll destroy every stronghold Uh, it'll break the yoke of iron Uh, it'll put your flesh down Amen. For people who have never received the Holy Ghost. Let's use wisdom with people. Amen. Let's not try to make people walk and talk and act and all that like Pentecostal apostolics when they don't even have the Holy Ghost. I did it one time. There was a lady come to me at the old building and said, I want to know why. I want scripture and verse. I thought, bless God. You challenged me out. You messing with the wrong person. I want to know why you think I can't cut my hair. First of all, I said, it ain't me. It's this book. I opened it up and showed it to her. I want to know why you think this I opened it up and I showed it to her. And every question she had, I opened it up and showed it to her. And she walked out mad. The Lord began to deal with me. How are you going to make her holy without the Holy Ghost? Why would you even open the Scripture? Hey man, the first thing you ought to teach them uh, Is a salvation Bible study. They start asking questions about holiness or sanctification. You ought to just say, you know what, sister? Let's not even worry about that. Bro, listen. We're going to climb these steps, the bottom step first. Let's not try to jump way up there. Let's put our foot on the first step. Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ uh, for the remission of your sins uh, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Amen. Get them focused. uh, Get them going towards salvation. Hallelujah. Man, people are going to get mad at us. We know that. Man, people are going to get angry and frustrated, but don't let it be our fault. Let's be blameless. What do you say? I hope this is all right. Let's be blameless. Don't walk around with a holier than thou. Spirit. I, I've walked, and I pray to God it never gets in this building. But I've walked in places where I felt it. Amen. i walked in places where I, I thought my suit wasn't nice enough for me to be in that building. Just the spirit I felt in it. God, don't let it get in this. Get rid of the competitive spirit. Well, I'm not going. I'm not going to go back. He got a dress where they got a dresser. They they found out where I got my shoes and they went and got some. I just I don't know. My Lord, we're trying to go to heaven here. Uh, we got important stuff to deal with. Uh, hey, let other people worry about vanity and the garbage of the world Uh, let's win some souls hallelujah man. so you got I'm glad they didn't sing very long man I get to preach for a while so we got two things that are begging us to say yes let me say two things that inner man that down deep conscience, mind whatever you want to call it, spirit of a man and it's reaching saying hey say yes to God then you got the big mouth flesh the stinking flesh that all it thinks about is itself that opposes everything of God and it wants you to say yes to what it wants amen amen But I, my Lord, I feel Jesus in this place right now. If you can ever get to the point where you're letting the inward man lead you and not the flesh leading you, your spirit, if you will allow it, it'll connect to the spirit of God. This is how God designed it in the garden. He wanted his spirit to control their spirit. But sin came and broke that that dominion, broke that connection. Uh, Amen. But you know what God loves uh, is when people come back. I don't care what they did. Uh, God, I'm here. uh, And I want your spirit uh, to control mine. I give you my all. I stand before you. My spirit says yes. You show me. Lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, help me pray for a moment, church. Come on, God's on to help people in this building. Hallelujah. Shalala. Come on, let your spirit talk to God right now. Come on, why don't you forget about all your fleshly desires and needs and wants. For just a moment, let your spirit connect up with God's. Come on, let there be a reunion. Let there be a reconnection of yes, of yes. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You let that inward man. When you let it start leading you back to God. It'll start leading you into green pastures. People wonder where the blessings of God are. Let me tell you the blessings of God are when you're connecting. When you get connected with God. It's like the windows of heaven. Begin to just open up. Man, I'm talking about a process. I hope you understand, huh? Amen. Many times, even after I had the Holy Ghost, man, God would have to break me down a little bit to get my attention and to get me back into yes mode. Man, I might drift a little bit and not sin or fall into anything, just kind of start. Uh, living my own life. You know, when things, you kind of plateau, it's easy to just start hanging out in the foyer while prayer meeting's going on. Amen. Seeing who you can talk to. and That's the plateau people. uh, Amen. Nothing's real desperate in their life at that moment. uh, Amen. But many times I would reach plateaus, and it's like... All of a sudden... I would have flashbacks <laughs> to where God had to break me down. I said, "Oh, no, flesh! You're not going to take me back down that road." <laughs> I'd get on that altar and cry and pray until that flesh was broken again and that spirit was reuniting. And that spirit began to lead me. Hey, Amen. You, you just. You got you to be able to be led or this, this is going to be a troubled life for you. Amen. But when that spirit began to lead me, you know what? It would lead me back to prayer meeting. It would lead me back to apologizing to people. It would lead me back to making sure my radio dial was on the right channel. It would lead me back to being kind to people and loving people being respectful to people whether they had more money or less money or what side of the tracks they come from or who I thought or whatever. Amen. When the spirit began to leave me it brings back humility. Amen. When you're connected to a meek spirit oh boy I feel something kick back right there. He said learn of me. I'm lowly and meek. When the spirit of a man gets connected with the spirit of God, he becomes meek. You can bow up on him and he's going to be kind to you because he's meek. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God, let me get connected and stay connected. Every time I ever got disconnected, just got busy, you know, doing stuff, forget to pray, forget to whatever. Didn't pray like I should have. I prayed every day. But, you know, there were some days I thought, you know what, Lord, yesterday I felt like the hand of God touched me. So I can just say a little simple prayer today. And rub the Lord, bless everybody in the building. And go on. I'm tell you something. You will naturally begin to disconnect. The nature of a man is to disconnect from the Spirit of God. You have to go against nature to stay connected. uh. You got to go against your own will to stay connected. uh. Amen. I feel like I'm preaching like chapter 974 of the same book I started writing ten years ago at a little building called Westinghouse hey amen I remember the first night I stood up there and I said I don't know how to preach and y'all are saying you still don't but anyway but I said I know how to pray and if God will do it for them people in North Little Rock he'll do it for us amen and we started praying and we started believing we started connecting up with the spirit of God Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to the Lord together. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. See, you got to be cautious. You have to keep your eyes open. If you're going to make it to heaven, you're going to be sober-minded. You're going to have to be vigilant. If you're going to make it all the way when you start seeing things that pull you away from the prayer room you got to quit saying yes to that and you got to learn how to say no when you feel things pulling you away from the body of Christ You gotta quit saying yes to that. I mean, there, man. There, there's gonna be friends you gotta disconnect with if you're gonna stay connected to God, because you realize every time you get around them, it's like a struggle trying to break through. You ever anybody ever felt that? Get around certain people and then it's like a Butting your head on the wall, trying to get a breakthrough—that ought to, you ought to let that speak to you. I'm not saying you don't—you're you, not nice, to everybody. You love everybody, but you got to realize there's certain uh, natures and people that connect. And, amen. And people will always find like-minded people. Spirits will always find spirits. It don't make sense. They just find each other. Amen. I I realized this like many thousands of years ago. There was a guy named Prince Charles. And he had this pretty wife named Diana. And this dude dumped her and married this woman. They showed me a picture. I was like, God needed cataract surgery or something. And then just click. That spirit found that spirit. Don't think, oh, that would never happen to me. I, I would never go there. You get to playing with spirits. It may be a gossiping spirit. It may be a adulterous spirit. It may be a fornicating spirit. But you better learn how to back away. You better learn how to get your spirit connected back with his spirit. Uh, Things you thought would never happen uh, will take you down, my friend. Uh, You better get a hold of God. Keep a hold of him. Yeah. Hallelujah, my Lord. Anything that would pull you away from that spirit of God, you got to cut that off. And this Bible is very plain. He didn't come to make family reunions. People get offended or kind of miffed when I start preaching like this. Jesus said, I didn't come to make your family reunion better. He said, I come to bring a sword. Woo, come on. Amen. Right. What he was saying, I, hey, I'll put, when it comes to this gospel, my friend, yeah, he's on the cross Said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? The one that does the will of God. Well, you know, I just, there's certain things I got to do, you know, because this is who my family, it ain't my family. Uh, If they all started messing with the world, uh, they could do it all by themselves. uh, Because I ain't going to join in with them. Uh, I'm connected to another world. Oh, let's love him right now. Come on, do you really love him? Do you love him more than money? Do you love God more than you love success? Do you love God more than you love entertainment of this world? Does God mean more to you than your own family means to you? Lord I feel like preaching I feel like shouting I feel like making a liar out of the devil God I want you more than anything preacher told me one time he said he said well my family comes first I thought well I sure do love my family too but they don't come first my family never gave me the Holy Ghost my family never washed my sins away come on hey I love them with all my heart but if they all want to be lost I'm not going to be lost with them they want to back up I ain't going with them. They want to turn charismatic. I ain't turning with them. Hey, I done got a hold of a sword. I hope they all come along. I hope they all get the Holy Ghost. They want to have family reunions on Sunday. They can have them without me. Well, well, that sounds ra- no. It ain't radical. God means everything to me. You? They want me to go to their weddings. It better not be on a Sunday. Better not be on a Wednesday night. Well, don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know where I was? I had a family my whole life. But I was miserable. I had a mom. I had a dad. I had brothers. I had sisters. I had had all kinds. of, And I was miserable till I found God. Uh, I ain't gonna trade them for him now. I was on my way to a red hot hell. Come on. Help us God. Help us God. I mean anything that wouldn't try to pull you away from the things of God you need to quit saying yes to it shock them you need to train them amen my family's trained praise God anyway I gotta, I gotta move on I need to move on I don't know if we can move on he means everything to me He's my life. I'm going to tell you when something begins to change you from a merciful person to an unmerciful person. Just know something's disconnecting you. From the Spirit of God. He said you'll know my disciples by their love one or two another. A- when you turn into a person that hates everybody and you find fault with everybody, everybody irritates you, just know your spirit is disconnected. It ought to scare you to death. Serious so quiet in here. God, I want to connect with you. I want to say yes in everything that I do. Hallelujah. <laughs> tell you something when you learn how to say yes that's when revelation is going to open up to you the Bible says no man calleth Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost what is that talking about it means there's going to be a whole lot of things in this Bible it ain't even going to click until you start saying yes God Yes, God, and you repent of your sins, and God fills you with the Spirit, and all of a sudden, the Bible opens up to you, in a and you realize, I was blind. Amen. There's theologians, people with doctorates of theology and divinity, and all these things, and I ain't got a problem with any of it, but what I have a problem with is blindness. Amen. You can tell me all this stuff, but you don't even know what Acts two thirty eight means. You don't even know what John told or Jesus told Nicodemus. It's I like could it just it Just poof. It was a Methodist. Um, I don't even know what they're called. The big guys, presbyters or something. And I I knew this guy that was in the, their school, and he was learning to be a Methodist preacher. He'd been reading his Bible. And uh he was reading it, and he read through the book of Acts, and he goes back to the Presbyter thing or whatever he is and says, Hey man, what about this book of Acts though? And the big guy says, Um, just don't worry about that. You're you're just gonna confuse yourself. Confuse people. He said, just just kind of bump over it. They're blinded. Because they never said yes. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, I forgot what I was gonna preach about. It's two blind men walk in the room where Jesus is. It's a lot of trouble to get into a room where somebody is. If you're blind, come here, brother Robin. Help me. Close your eyes. Okay. Um completely close them. Okay, go back here and touch Brother Brooks on the shoulder. (laughs) Eyes closed. I think his eyes were open, honestly. Should have tied a blindfold on him. <laughs> they heard the teachings of Jesus, obviously. They heard he was a healer. And they wanted to be where he was. Let me tell you, it's trouble. It, it's, it, it's effort trying to find Jesus, I, I'll, I'll admit. I mean, he didn't make it real easy. It's, it's a treasure that's hid in a field. God's going to make you work for it. He's going to make you dig for it. He's going to make sure when you get it, you want to hold on to it. In the process, He's going to make sure you really do want it. To. These blind men, he, he, he knows everything. It was God manifesting the flesh. He knew them guys was following Him. And He just kept on walking. Walked up in a room doing whatever He was doing. Here these men come stumbling, probably trying to reach him. And and they stop right in front of him. They think. (laughs) Maybe. They might have been behind him. Thought they was in front of him. And he looked at them. And he said, do you believe I can do this? Praise God. I tell you, if you have enough faith... When the question is asked to you, do you think God could heal your body? I believe God puts thoughts in people's mind and questions just to see what your answer is going to be. Have you ever had a really important need and and you were struggling with it in your mind and the thought come to you? Can God even do this? You ever felt that? Can God even do this? Let me tell you what that is. That's that same Jesus that asked the blind men. Do you think I can do this? You know what God's looking to hear? You know what he don't want to hear? He don't want to hear what Ezekiel told him. Well, you're Lord, you know. Can these bones live again, Ezekiel? You're God, you know. That ain't what he wants to hear. He wants to, do you think I can do this? He wants to hear, yes, Lord. Lord, yes, Lord, from the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul, yes, Lord, completely yes, my soul says yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. From the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul, yes, Lord, completely yes, my soul says yes. And when they said yes, he said, be it unto thee, according unto your faith. You know what they walked out with a miracle, what would you think do you do you think our times are different than Bible times and faith ain't like it used to be, and miracles ain't like they used to be. I know there's miracles because I've felt them I've experienced them I've seen them. I've seen a man that was deaf from the day he was born. I watched him get the Holy Ghost, begin to speak in another language. I think he started speaking in English Uh, or some. It was the wildest. But from the bottom of his heart. I wonder if there's anybody that needs anything done desperately in this house. I know everybody has needs and everybody wants God to do stuff. But I don't know the burden of my heart tonight is somebody that was trying to figure out today how this is going to work. (laughs) You stumbled into church tonight like a blind man. Thinking I don't know where I, I don't know how to go another day. Well I feel the Holy Ghost backing me up. Ko ramah sama, ala Come on, help me pray for one moment. Kumasah, yeah, unamasah. Yea, Lord. Yea, Lord. Yea, Lord. Yea, Lord. Yea, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. I want everybody in this room to be praying right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus it seems impossible oh it seems permanent but I'm just going to go ahead and say it yes Lord do you believe that I am able? Yes, Lord. Yes, sir. Come on, somebody needs to say a prayer of yes. Oh, Mosa. Yeh, Lama. Lama. Come on, in Jesus' name. Come on, we're about to tear down some strongholds. We're about to take dominion in the house of prayer. Oh Hasa. Oh Hasa. Oh Hasa. Oh, confirm it. Come on, the healers in the house. Come on, the providers in the house. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. Ah, 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 yeah. Come on, why don't you lift your hands to the Lord as you lift your voices? Come on, I don't want any doubt to come out of your mouth. Come on, as you pray, I don't want any doubt to come out. Come on, let it be a word of faith. Come on, a word of faith. Come on, the healer of broken hearts is in the house. Come on, don't let the devil tell you it won't happen. Come on, let faith arise. Come on, begin to speak it. Uh, who art thou, O great mountain? Uh, 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 Come on, in Jesus' name. Come on, begin to pray with all your heart. Come on, God's going to separate. Come on, let us be the people of faith. Come on, let him hear yes. Let him hear I believe. I believe you, Lord. I believe for revival. I believe for restoration. (laughs) Come on. Come on in Jesus' name. Come on, don't let doubt hold you back. Don't let circumstance hold you back. Come on. come on prepare your heart for a miracle come on prepare your family for a miracle prepare your life for a miracle God can do it. Come on, God can do it. Come on, it's not too late. It's not too far gone. Come on, Revelation will come. Come on. Come on, pray from the bottom of your heart, from your spirit. Don't let your flesh override you right now. Let your spirit connect.